Hey guys, it's Jackie, founder of All Mama Care and Mama to a Super Kid. When my son was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia at 21 months old, not only did I feel my world was ending, but I was alone and scared. I made it my job to get my hands on every resource possible to become educated about his diagnosis. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was determined to become empowered and do everything possible to help my baby and my family thrive. Along the way, I've had the pleasure of connecting with some wonderful organizations and meeting some of the most caring and authentic people. This podcast is dedicated to supporting parents and families while their child is going through cancer treatment and beyond. I share with you all the resources that have played a major factor during this time in my family's life, and I'm so glad you're here with me. And now, let's get this episode started. Our chairs are so close together. <laughs> you literally, your kneecap is brushing my finger. And then I don't have enough problems with the skin cracking from the dry weather. Oh. Now I have a broken finger as well. Just kidding. Um, I just want to be as close as possible oh, yeah. to you guys. I know, in this closet. Welcome back to the All Mommy Care Podcast. Tonight, I'm broadcasting from my studio, AKA the closet in the playroom. My husband, Ryan, and I discuss emotions surrounding our son's end of treatment, which is approaching next month. We tell you guys also about an amazing healthy cookie recipe that I found, and we cannot get enough of it. You're gonna wanna try it. And we also share with you the list of the top 25 pediatric cancer podcasts. So if you like this one, You'll like checking out all the others on the list. Welcome back to the All Mama Care Podcast. I am your host, Jackie McMullen. Tonight, I have my husband, Ryan, and my son, Leo. Ollie is in bed. We hope he stays in bed and we don't get called to go up again because it's already been, we've already been called up, what, three, three times? Three times. Yeah. yeah. So. It seems to happen more on daddy nights with bedtime. <sighs> Yeah. I don't know what it is. You struggle a lot with bedtime with him. Mentally or? Everything. Physically. Me, mentally, I struggle with bedtime with him. And you do the same routine. I don't know. It could just be that he just thinks that you're his best friend and just wants to play with you. Well, yeah. I mean, it was an abrupt ending to the night. You know, we played video games for only like 15 minutes, so he was very upset about that. Why was everything so late? We did not I guess, yeah. I, we we did we, yeah we did have dinner late. It was like yeah. almost six thirty. Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah, we got after earlier. I know. I know yeah. you were busy with Leo, but you're I should have just fed him. You're doing stuff. You're busy. Um, so we have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, First, can we talk about how we're coming live from your new studio? New studio, guys, aka the closet in the playroom. <laughs> it's a little cramped. It's not exactly a walk-in. I still consider it a walk-in. Hey, if both of us can fit in this closet, yeah, it's a walk-in. I guess, yeah, it's a, sort of a walk-in. And I have a sign. It's true. It's official. You made it in crayon, which makes it very official. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing, nothing more than an official crayon poster. I know. Well, you are my, you guys are my second guest because Ollie was the first one in the closet. Nice. And now you guys are my second one. Nice. So. 
I think Ryan had a really good idea. He wanted to talk about daylight savings time and how it's his favorite time of year. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite time <laughs> of year. I love it. I still don't understand why we do it. Oh, Someone's going to tell me there's some scientific reason. They're going to put on their nerd cap and they're going to be like, well, you know, uh, this daylight saving time is really, I don't care. I just think it should be like, okay, it's 11 o'clock now. It's going to be 11 o'clock forever. Like, why are we jumping back and going forward? Like, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Everyone's like, well, you kind of know we're back in the fall. It's like, so I lose an hour in the spring. I hope they say it in that voice, too. That's how everyone talks when they talk to me. Well, you're the history buff. You should know why it's daylight savings time. Well, first of all, it's not daylight savings time. It's daylight daylight savings. Saving time. Daylight savings. Oh, daylight saving. Um, I think it goes back to, like, farming. It always has to do with farming. Just like why we had school breaks. It's always like a farming. We used to be an agricultural society in the United States. We're not really so much anymore. So I think we can move past it. It's always something like that, right? But I think one of the reasons why people are such big advocates for it now is because they're like, well, you know, it's dark out when the kids are waiting for the bus. It's dark out now. So I don't understand. Like, why, why are we worried about it being dark out in the fall and the winter, but we're not worried about it being dark out in the spring? I just don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right, I, th- I think whoever invented it did not have children because it is messed up. I think I feel like it's someone famous. It's probably like Ben Franklin or something. Ollie's schedule, my schedule, I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's Always. definitely thrown off this whole week for me. Yeah. This whole week of sleep has just been so weird. The yeah. baby has been weird. Leo's been weird. You know? <laughs> we love you, buddy, but he's well, yeah, just I off. Mean, he's just been yeah. off. And I don't mean he's not. I'm not and I think he's teething, too. Yeah. But, yeah, that that really threw me for a loop. So we're kind of adjusting now that we're – it's been a week, right? Uh, Yeah, this, this weekend it's a week. So we're adjusting to that, um, but yeah, it's it's been. Uh, I just think it's a pointless thing. We need to get rid of it. Yeah. But anyways, so that daylight savings I think was interesting to talk about, and also just it did throw off Ollie because he was sleeping great, and then all of a sudden he started waking up in the middle of the night again and everything, and you know that's been throwing my sleep off. You know. Because you have to be up for work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. And then Leo decided to have a little party until one thirty in the morning one night, and that threw me off. But, um, but yeah, I think, like, you know, Ryan and I were talking at dinner, and I just want to kind of share with you guys, like, yes, I'm so excited that Ollie's finishing treatment in a month, but the past couple of weeks has been kind of rough, like, emotionally. Like, I don't know. I've been sharing with Ray, like, how I've been feeling, and I'm better now, but I was in, like, a really dark place yeah. a couple of weeks ago because, like, I was so happy that, You're you crushing know, my finger, by the way. <laughs> our chairs are so close together. <laughs> you literally, your kneecap is crushing my finger. And if I don't have enough problems with the skin cracking from the dry weather, oh. now I have a broken finger as well. Just kidding. Um, I just want to be as close as possible oh, to you guys. I know, in this closet. That's where um, I go. But, yeah, it was, it was rough because I was really happy that he was slated to, you know, be finishing treatment in a month. But I also, out of the blue, like, just started feeling so sad. Like, all the weight of the past two years just felt like it was on my chest. And I was just so sad. Like, everything that he's been through... 
and it was a lot of emotions kind of to sort through. And Ryan, you were great. You gave me the space to cry and kind of like talk about it and just give me some alone time to process, which was really helpful. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I guess because I, I was handling it differently, I'm just very, I don't want to say excited. Well, I am. I'm excited that he's going to meet John Treatment. I know there's some hesitation and fear that comes with that kind of stuff, and I get that. But there's hesitation and fear that comes with every day. You know? Like, just me getting in my car and going to work. It's kind of like... Overall, I am very happy that he's going to be finishing treatment. I wouldn't say that I'm, like, really anxious about it, because, like, I'm just kind of focused on one day at a time. I think it was just more, like I said, the weight of the past two years, just, and when I say weight, like the heaviness, mm. the feeling of like him having the mornings when he throws up in the morning and like, I have to put Leo down and like that guilt, just feeling like I have to put my five month old down in the bassinet to help my almost four year old throw up in the bathroom. Right. And that was just so emotional because it's really hard when you have multiple kids and we have have two. Yeah. And you have one that needs your constant attention and the other one is so little. So, um, my heart just goes out to all those parents that are juggling, you know, whether they're staying in the hospital and then one parent staying at home or you're juggling, you know, multiple kids at home and it's or just single parents in general, single parents. in general. I don't even know how single parents do it. We talk, more about, than one kid. we talk about that all the time. I don't know how people do it. Like, I mean, with one kid, it's still difficult sometimes to not, like, lose your mind. <laughs> but to have, like, two kids, like, especially, like, a four-year-old and a baby, and you're home with them all day by yourself now, I just give you so much credit for that. So you're Are you giving me credit? Yeah, Are you, you giving me words of affirmation? My and love language? Yeah. But, <laughs> but also just anybody who's, like, a single parent doing that, because I can't imagine what that must feel like. It's the hardest job in the world. It really is. Raising kids is so tough. Well, they have firefighters. They are fighting tough. Fighting a fire is pretty tough. And Navy SEALs. And doctors. Because, like, you know, people's lives are on the line. So those are pretty tough jobs, too. But is it a very important job? That's definitely true. And it is a very difficult job. And now even more so, I've been doing, you know, some homeschooling with Ollie and just all those parents that have like multiple kids and multiple levels, like kindergarten, then you had a middle schooler and then like a high schooler. It's just like, it's exhausting. And they might play sports or be in a club and they're still doing sports now. They're doing sports and back, you know, so things are, things are happening again. They're all over the place. Yeah. It's a lot. We're not all over. I mean, our kids aren't in clubs or sports yet. But, um, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really into clubs and sports either, but. I love doing sports in high, in like middle school and high school. Like when I was a I kid, I liked playing like soccer and like little league. But like when I got older, I was more into like comics and video games and movies and stuff. Yeah. I did crew. I did field hockey. Mm-hmm. I was on the bench a lot, but I was a part of the team. Right. And I loved crew. I was so fun. I did a little bit of track. Right. But just to kind of circle back to what you were saying about the weight. Like, for me, the weight of two years is waiting mm-hmm. two years to get through this. And when I thought it was three years, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have to go through this for three years. Like, that waiting was probably the hardest waiting. And I mean, like... The duration. Duration. Yeah, yeah the duration. That that weight was really difficult for me because just so... 
it's just so brutal, you know, it's just, it's just so brutal how long it takes, you know, and, and I think that's, that's when, when they told me that he was going to move down, well, you told me, they told you and then you told me that he was going to move down to two years. I was like, I was like so happy that day. I remember I was moving tree branches with your dad from like an ice storm or something. Mm. Cause remember his tree cracked and I had to move tree branches with him and you called us and I was like dumping branches into a pit mm. in the house. It was like 15 degrees out and we were like on a walk and the doctor called and I was like, um, I have to take this phone call and thank goodness we stopped at a house that had like a million blow ups right. and that kept him entertained for like half an hour. Right. Cause it was like early January or something. It was, it was right before Christmas. Oh, it was before Christmas. Remember, we kept saying like, "Oh, it's such a great Christmas present." Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I know it was winter. That's all I remember. Hi. There we go. Getting a little antsy, huh? Oh, I know what you want to talk about. The chickpea cookie. Oh, guys. Oh my gosh. So, this chickpea cookie, guys. This recipe, I have to give a shout out to Ashley Keller from Glow Body PT. Ashley, thank you so much for this recipe because, guys, it's like the best, most, well, most healthiest, I would say. Well, pretty it's probably healthy. a healthy dessert compared to other desserts. I mean, you probably shouldn't be eating it every day like we do when we make it, but, I mean, it's chickpea, some oats, right, some yeah. apple, and some chocolate chips. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's not, it's not crazy. It's like, yeah, guys, message me and I'll give you the recipe. Um... It's absolutely amazing, and it's so easy to make, and it's just like that sweet treat at the end of the night that... Is you don't have to feel as guilty about it. It's not like, you know, if you have, like, ice cream or cake or even a regular cookie, like, you don't have to feel as guilty, because, like, the worst thing that's in it really is, like, the chocolate chips. Brown and sugar. Oh, brown sugar. But that's it. No butter, like... Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's really good, and, like, you don't feel as guilty eating it, so it's definitely something. Right. Would you say it's something that you think about constantly during the day? Legitimately, when I'm at work, I, this whole week, Jackie made it this weekend. This whole week has been a real struggle for me at work getting through this week. And every day I would think about, like, well, at least I have that chickpea. <laughs> it was, like, legit. My, my, not, not that I wasn't thinking about, you know, you and the kids coming over to you guys, but that cookie. And Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut was really something I was also looking forward to and get me through the week. And it was awesome, by the way, because anyone cares. What did you like about it? Um, it was like the director's actual vision, and it wasn't a hack job like Josh Whedon did with the original Justice League movie back in like 2017. I'm looking forward to it. You said that you you already finished it. I right? did. I want, it's four hours long, which I get. Like that's crazy, but he does break it into parts. Like so, like you can stop it at some point because he kind of sets it up almost like it's a mini series of like forty minute episodes, you know. So you can stop it if you want to. I just couldn't because like I've loved those characters since I was a kid. So to finally see the the Justice League portrayed in a way that was like captivating and entertaining and serious was just something that I couldn't stop watching. For me, personally. I've always been more of a DC than Marvel person, so I love them both, but I've always been more DC. I like both of them. I know. And we but used like, to do that before kids we used to go to the movies, and I didn't fall asleep Well, we just time. generally would go to the movies oh before God. COVID happened. I miss that. I mean, with, I remember, that was like my big thing, like with Polly going through treatment, um, and having those really rough weeks, and having the steroid weeks and everything, like, 
that was one thing I really looked forward to. Like, you would let me go to a movie by myself. Movie that I really wanted to see, because I'm, like, I'm really into movies. Like, I was a film major at school. That was my first major before I switched to teaching stuff. Um, and I just love, I love movies. And that was my escape. And it's been taken. I mean, thankfully, stuff is now on streaming, so at least I can watch new movies on streaming. But, I mean, it's just... That was my escape. You know, I'd go, I'd get a small popcorn, you know, I'd watch the movie, I'd watch the trailers, I would just escape for a couple of hours, and now it's like, I don't even know when I'm ready to go back. We actually had a conversation about that. Like, I feel like you and I, we we had to have a conversation, like, what do you need in order to just, like, be okay through all the craziness? And I remember you telling me, like, I need to go to the museum by myself. I need to go to the yeah, museum. Yeah, that's another, like, I love art, and I love going to the, the Boston Art Museum, and so I try to go at least once a year, and so I usually go in the summer, during summer vacations, but, you know, now it's been two years since I went. Although, I actually, I do think I went February vacation right before COVID kind of hit. I think I went Thank on that Wednesday, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's really only about a year, but I do miss stuff like that, like the idea that you can just go and do something, you know, because that was a great escape, and I think, like, as much as we joke around that, oh, well, we were ready for COVID because we had already isolated ourselves for a year. We did, but not like this. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we isolated ourselves, but like we have those little things that we look forward to, like our going out on a date and your parents watching Ollie one night. I know. We can't even do that because they're, you know, they're not vaccinated. We're not vaccinated yet completely. So it's like. We're in the process of it. But I will say, I think it actually is easier. And I don't really mind it as much because A, Ollie still has a compromised immune system. And B, Leo depends on me so much already. So like, I don't feel like I can really kind of pull myself away from him yet. So I'm like, I'm still kind of okay with just being at home. Plus, I'm a homebody anyway. I know, and I am too in general. I'm just saying it was nice to be able to do those things, like to go out to a dinner if we wanted to. To have the option. Right, to have that option. It's not like we went crazy. But, you know, like when Mike invited me to go to the Patriots game, Mm -hmm. you know, it was Tom Brady's last game as a Patriot, and I got to go see it. You know what I mean? Like that's... That's kind of a cool thing. And you were debating it. I, like, pushed you out the door. I was like, go. Well, because I was like, well, I'll just go to the game next year with him. But then, you know, that didn't happen. And Brady's no longer with the Patriots. Really? Yeah, Yeah, I know. That's how I felt about it, too. I was like, stay, Tom. Don't go. Don't go to sunny Florida. They have alligators in the swamps. Uh, So I also wanted to let you guys know that... So I also want to let you guys know that yours truly was on the top 25 childhood cancer podcasts and daddy's going to hold Leo and I am so excited to be sharing the space with some of my friends. Um, If you guys haven't, check out Living with Scanxiety podcast. My friend Rose um, hosts that and she's doing amazing things with her podcast. Golden Voices is on it. If you haven't checked that out, they're um, the two ladies that run it are absolutely amazing. And also my friend um, Adriana with Family Chemotherapy. So you just got three other podcasts that are childhood cancer podcasts that are on the top 25 list. 
And uh, these women are absolutely amazing, and I'm really looking forward to working more closely with them in the future. Also, guys, if you have not, I know I've been posting about joining me on Clubhouse. If you still don't know what Clubhouse is, I will tell you it is such a wonderful networking app. Uh, right now, it's only on the iPhone, but it really is such a great networking app and feel free to, you know, direct message me or send me an email or whatever. But I have a couple of invitations left and I would love to send them to you. So feel free to send me a message and I will send you an invitation and then you can join me on Clubhouse and get connected to all these different networking classrooms. And it's really a lot of fun. I've been trying really hard to kind of think of different ways to enhance the podcast and I'm really excited. I've met some awesome people, but also I want to let you guys know that my friend Terry Garrity, who I've interviewed, if you go back in some of the earlier episodes, uh, she's the author of Making Cancer Fun. She has started a club on there called Pediatric Playground. And so over, I think about the next month or so, we're really going to start to host some rooms around kids going through treatment and the whole focus is kids that are, you know, medically compromised and we're going to really develop a strong community and I'm really excited about that. So if you have not joined Clubhouse yet, send me a message. I'll be happy to send you an invitation. I think that's about it. Well, we should say that... The leprechaun came to give oh, Polly coins. God, guys, the leprechaun came. <laughs> and he went inside the leprechaun trap. Ollie made, Ollie made a leprechaun house with, I would say, about 50 stickers. Yep. And um, we put some cotton balls in there and with a rainbow, yeah. you know, to, to attract the leprechaun. And he ended up leaving some gold yeah. and a new um, Hot Wheels motorcycle <laughs> for Ollie. So that was really yeah. exciting. Yeah, that was exciting. And Leo got a book. Yep. And now we're getting a little fussy. Yeah, so... Um, oh, it's oh. okay. He just wants to lay out on the mat. Okay. All right, kiddo. Oh, Daddy's going to take you while I wrap up. Well, anyways, happy Easter, everybody. That's Easter's in a too. couple weeks. Yep. So get ready for spring. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you got a lot of value from it. If something from this stuck with you, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to message me on Instagram or on Facebook and tell me your thoughts. Join the private All Mama Care Facebook group to connect with me directly and other listeners across the globe. Hop on over to my website, allmommycare.com. All, A-L-L, no periods, mama, M-A-M-M-A, care, C-A-R-E.com. There, you'll be able to check out some amazing resources to help your child and your family. Wherever you're listening to this, take a screenshot, tag me and a couple friends. You never know, it might be exactly what someone needs to hear today. The light within me honors the light within you.